Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is February twelfth. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm I'm great too. It's the end of a week. We're getting through it. Get you know the spring is on the horizon. I think maybe I don't know. It, it's just it's good. It's Friday. I can't can't complain. Um, but first, our first segment here. I want to get through, run through a bunch of things. I'm going to call it Feedback Friday. We got a bunch of different odds and ends messages I thought I'd share. The first is a tweet that well, pro- pro- provokes one of my great apologies. Uh, it's absolute. I am, I am. Walk, come here in shame, hate my head in shame. It's a tweet from Lou Turner. Woke up to this Wednesday morning. He's. Uh, one of the fine Jacksonville, you know, local news anchors. Works in local news. Sent me a video or sent us a video. Just, hey, just trying to make a living. It's one of the best, one of the best videos we've ever, you can tell he's a pro. Just the cadence, the delivery, the panning, the camera movement. Just hilarious. I was laughing at it all day. My wife was laughing at it. So I got, I got to apologize to everyone in local news across the world, certainly across the United States. I made an overbroad statement. I was mostly making fun of you being into local news. <laughs> I think, I was I think you a... deserve to apologize to me, too. No, not to you. I, I don't want. I don't need to apologize. <laughs> You're watching local news on your YouTube TV. But look, I made an overbroad statement based on very minor interaction with a few kind of Cleveland local news with their approaches. I think just... I, I'm here's my big beef with it. I love the sports guys, all weather people out there. Like I under, nothing at local sportscasters are the best. I don't want to get I, I, look. I don't, I don't even know. It might be a booming business. I have no idea. I shouldn't have said it. I was overbroad. I apologize to everyone. My big issue Walking with the local back. news approach is all the walk, uh, uh, all the man on the street interviews. They never ever provide any any value. That's they speak to these yahoos. And nut jobs who just start rambling on a bike. That's my issue with local news. It becomes like a comment section. That's my not. It's not the actual work. It was only TV. Again, I, one of the great tragedies in media is like the hollowing out of, of local reporting that's happening. Much worse than you know any kind of golf media being reduced. But look, that's all. My, my man on the street interviews are what really kind of get me going. I'm a big fan of the man on the street interviews. I love, I never, you know, what I love about him, it's kind of like Jordan Spieth. I got no clue what's going to happen next. Here's Billy. He owns Finnegan's Pub. He's pissed off about the new sewer covers out front. He just starts going, you know? Yeah, I I, I can see that. It's unpredictable. It's it's exciting. You don't know what somebody's going to say. I think that you're really missing out. You're not embracing, you know, I'm not taking them for their any sort of anecdotes. I'm not usually taking away anything. Like sometimes people yeah. might surprise me and I might say, oh, never thought of that. But for the most yeah. part, I think it's just, it's great theater. 
It's it's edge of your seat stuff. So I, I guess apologize. I apologize. I need to clarify. I was way over broad, out over my skis. Uh, if you're in the Jacksonville area, I, I suggest patronizing Lou Turner. Uh, his yeah, local newscast. Be nice to those Jacksonville people. They're great people down there. I know you've gone to war with the local news in Jacksonville <laughs> in 2017. I found the old video. Are you? I, you were I, saying, was, I was just poking. I was just poking around. I, I could reshare that. I wasn't going to war. Oh, I was. I was being very sarcastic. They, I saw the. I looked around. You sent me it. I was looking. I think the. I think uh, my girl deleted some tweets. Deleted oh some yeah, the, the response. I know the, the a lot of the evidence of the big Twitter war when you went went to the mattresses with the local news operations of Jacksonville. Is, is the evidence has been one of her clean. one of her colleagues left the damning evidence though, where yeah. where he said, "Oh, hyperbole much or something," and then he said, "Oh, I see. You're just this is just being the internet. Carry <laughs> yeah, on. Like you should have known you were engaging with the, an idiot from the internet. All right." Continuing. Hey, feedback. I own a, I own apology too. I have to oh, apologize. Fr- Friday apology tour. <laughs> yeah, I love, I, uh, this. I love a good Andy. This apology. is overdue. This is from okay. our episode on Monday. I did not acknowledge a moment of greatness, a true accomplishment, something that will be on the list of of Xander Shoffley's career achievements. What? I I said that the, Dustin Johnson was still. World number one, and Patrick Cantley was just mere one point behind him. I was incorrect. Xander Shoffley is the number one player in the world oh, as of right now. Guy. Oh, he passed him. He okay. passed Dustin Johnson uh, and Patrick Cantley with his uh, T2 or second place finish last week. Now, it looks like Patrick Cantley might be taken back to, or getting to the top here this week. <sighs> That's interesting. So that's sort of the bargain you make. You take the dirty money in Saudi Arabia, lose your spot, top of the world rankings. You can't get you can't get Courier Cup points over there. You can maybe get Saudi cash. His league in the OWGR rankings has never been bigger. I think. That's I think right. It's like something like three po- full points up, but right, in, the, in right. the other world rankings, the FedEx Cup, the, you know right. what what a telecast leads us to believe are the most important rankings in golf. He's no longer number one. Right. He wins um, and, and falls out of the top, top spot. You know Lou Turner works for the same station that you went to the war with, 2017? So that's yeah, now first twice coast, that right? we've gone. First yeah, first coast. Yeah, yeah. First coast news. Um, other continuing on Feedback Friday, shout out to Tracy Brookings, wife of Bama Bearcat, used her Brendan tease. Brendan! Uh, to break are, 100 for the first time oh, ever today. She shot 93 using her Brendan tease. There you go. Ninety three is a substantial breaking of one hundred. Must be clean reading. Must clear. be reading some of uh, Bama Bearcat's historical uh, instruction books. Yeah, I wonder if my osmosis. She's getting into all these minutiae and odds and ends if, and historical facts. If Bama golf. Bearcat doesn't watch out, he, she's going to start beating him one of these days. <laughs> yeah. So congrats to Tracy Brookings. Elsewhere, I thought an interesting. Uh, feedback Friday but portion was on the rollback stuff equipment uh, this is from shoot I don't have it damn it um, I'll have to shout him out later somebody was talking about hockey pads hockey pads oh here we go 
Steven, Steven Needham. You want to talk rollback? As every parent of a goalie in the mid-2000s had to dish out $1,200 for new goalie pads, how they, is, is how they felt when the NHL decided 12-inch pads were too wide. The top pro league sent ripple effects throughout the whole hockey world that easily cost thousands of dollars per hockey team. Uh, they allowed every goalie to develop, and then they also allowed every goalie to develop passing skills until Martin Brodeur became too good at it, and they banned it. Um, so pads, I, I, I think that's, you know, look, it's an issue. It's a, it's an area where regulation sort of have a triple, uh, you know, ripple effect, right, down to the the recreation or even sort of the amateur game. I don't think that's going to happen here. But it, I think it's an important note that a lot of these sports are regulating themselves. They're keeping their eye on the ball or the pads or whatever you want to call it. And it's just another well, it's damning. Re- it's not regulating. There were regulations right. in place, and they're just adjusting the regulations just yes. that seems to be what yes. golf wants yeah. to do they just adjust. want to adjust the regulations this yeah. happens like every day in the world regulations yep. get adjusted you know yep. like you know yep. tr- the interest rates get adjusted every, like you know all the time this is the same yep. thing it's just we've got players that you know make millions of dollars or people that profit off of you know the way golf is now that are just kicking and screaming or people that just aren't aren't confident enough in themselves to understand that everything's going to be okay if, if equipment changes uh last bit uh, i just i didn't know about the hockey pads thing i'm not a big hockey uh, you know i don't know much of the history but I, again every sport every sport has had this in the, the, this century um all right yeah, the three-point land changed in nba yeah we got a lot of feedback on cognizant uh, you know, really? we appreciate Do they them. want to sponsor the pod? <laughs> no, we appreciate them boosting the purse. A lot of negative feedback. Said they're an outsourcing company that does terrible things. Terrible things for the for, with, with some sketchy stuff going. I just outsourcing everything to the world. I, they, I don't. They know, don't want so. to sponsor the pod though. A lot of cognizant stuff. I looked up their their. They have like a million Twitter followers, which I don't even understand how that happens. Just some, you know, paid. disembodied company with no voice. It's just as like gobbledygook. It's like we want to go digital. We want to take you digital. Anyways, I appreciate everybody, you know, f- f- sending feedback with clarifying somewhat. Still, still not clear exactly what they do, except outsourcing. That might be, you know, not great. Anyways, thanks for that. That concludes Feedback Friday. Uh, Let's get to Pebble Beach, where Patrick Cantlay leads after shooting a course record tying 62. Um, He leads Akshay Batia and Henrik Norlander, the new tax slayer. Augusta Augusta State, tax slayer-sponsored player, no longer Patrick Reed. Do you think tax slayer CEO went to Augusta State or something? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good theory. Cause they sponsored the Gator Bowl there for a while. It just might it might be all down there, like in that whole like southeast corner, Florida, Georgia. If, if Jupe's the swamp, what's like the uh, what's the northeast Florida, south southern Georgia know. area? I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe you're asking the wrong person. I've never been down there. I mean, I, I've been there once or twice. Uh, so, anyways, Cantlay leads. I don't have much to say. I just heard Stuart Appleby on the TV comparing to Davis Love the Third. How about it? It's unbelievable. I love it. Quarantine cut? Did he just decide? I mean, he looks like an Australian surfer. 
right? It's great. It's a great aesthetic to have on the television. I don't mind it at all. I think he's not bad at that either, too. He compared Cantley to Davis Love III, which I thought was interesting. I don't know if I fully agree or disagree yet. I just thought it was interesting I, in terms of balance. I, I mean, swing. he hits the ball so good. Yeah. It, this yeah. is the thing. I, I think we're we're seeing, hopefully, a coming of age of Patrick Cantley. He's been great the last three years, really. Yeah. But I, I hope we see a breakout. This is... as it's been much written about the shit he dealt with his first, like basically three years turning professional between sure, the injuries, sure. the tragedy with his caddy. I, I you know, he's slow. It, it sucks to watch him play golf, <laughs> but at the same time, like the effortless power, the how, how he hits the ball so far, he doesn't swing it that hard. He hits it so good. He putts well. He is an extraordinary golfer, and I hope, you know, it, you look at, like, the players, like Xander, him, I'd put in the same bucket, and I'd really love to see Patrick Cantley kind of break through and become one of those names that we kick around, like Brooks, DJ, you know, Rory. Sure. It would be, well, it would take a long time to watch him play golf on Sundays. I, I feel like he's a guy that has earned it and has worked his ass off to get back to where, you know, what everybody expected him to be when he was 19 years old and making six of six cuts on the PGA Tour. Yep. Uh, a big one. I, I was kind of fascinated by his schedule making. So he does the Bob Hope. Schedule? Or whatever. American Express and then Pebble. All these like top top guns, right? And he is one of them, top ten player, top fifteen, these big names. They kinda rarely will you see them skip both Phoenix and Tory Pines. Or they're playing in Saudi Arabia, you know, you know, pocketing a bunch of blood money. But I thought I just I'm fascinated. I'm fa- fascinated by his staying in California and doing just Bob rarely will you have a top player do Hope and Pebble, as we've seen from those fields while skipping the two in between that. Phil but, does it. Phil, Phil's the host in, in, at the Hope, and then I think sort of a kind of a unofficial host in Saudi Arabia, welcoming his PJ Tour brethren over to the soft bank, you know, party. And well, here's what we let me talk to you about the benefits of the PGL. Uh, How about Akshay Batia hitting 18 yeah. of 18 greens? Hey, did you see his story about the fruit? No. <sighs> so eight green. Right? Very small green, as you've highlighted several times. And Tiny. he's coming down the stretch. Stuck and he wants to become the fourth player in whatever, 25 years to hit 18 of 18. I saw Daniel Rappaport shared this quote he gave to the press. Apparently, he was peeling a really bad orange. The orange was terrible. It was so bad. And he was like mystified by it. He's trying to work on it. And his mind became so consumed with this task on the 18th. That it was just like he was late. It was like his turn to hit. It's like all right, you get you got you know hit a two oh seven or whatever it was up the hill, or two thirty. I don't know. Caddy goes. He's like, oh shoot, I gotta go. And so, or I'm sorry, waiting to hit into the green in in the fairway. Uh, and he's like, oh, I gotta go two oh seven. And he's like, it, it actually helped. I had no time to think about it. My mind was like off wandering. I was focused on this bad orange. Wasn't and a I sumo. just. <laughs> Wouldn't have been All having trouble peeling it, and it wouldn't have been bad. 
<laughs> That's true. All of a sudden, it was his turn to hit. He just stepped up and hit it. He's like, I got it. I mean, he credited the orange. Fruit content. I thought you'd love that. So, love Akshay Batia got a sponsor's exemption. I think sponsor's exemption. Another and guy well. that, you know, turned pro was controversial. I, I gave him a lot of shit. I don't know what the point of turning pro at 18 was for him. But yeah. he got paid, which is good. But he struggled. He got his teeth kicked in for a year and a half, two years. And it's good to see him playing good golf. Well, he said that after the round. He goes, look, I've learned how to get beat up. Like, I'm just, I mean, I'm just getting beat up. He talked about the, the lockdown and quarantine being good for him, right? Like, kind of just stopping. Resetting, yeah. Resetting. Then coming out of that, learning to grind mini tour events, grind Mondays. Like, that was, like, actually a good thing, the lockdown for first game, that is. Um Duct tape so boy thought, in the mix too. Who? Duct tape boy. Yeah, what do you got to say? Your one and done pick. I guess so. We just got a late breaking DM from uh, the organizer of the of the one and done, Josh Borziak. Out of 158 people in one and done, Brendan is 155th. My Matthew Neesmith, I guess, didn't come through. I don't know. Josh himself, the host, is 156, so I'm beating the host. And dead last in 158 is Will Knights. <laughs> <laughs> so three out of the, the bottom four, the, me and Will and, and the host of this. So there you go. You're, you're, but your, your pick's looking good, Jordan Speed. There you go. Duct tape boy. Uh, duct tape boy again. I mean, we got, rec- we got suggestions that maybe he's flex-, flex Seal, Gorilla Glue. I don't know if it's something stronger than duct tape right now. Have you ever I, seen I, that? Uh, what's the stuff that they, they spray on the boat and then the boat can float? You know, that? remember that commercial? No. They, it's like, it can I mean, can patch, a boat float? Can, well, That's no, why it's it a boat. Like, it why do you got to spray patch, on it? It was like it can even patch leaks on a boat, and they sprayed it on the bottom of a boat that couldn't float, and then all of a sudden it could float. <laughs> Forgot what the what commercial it was. That's not the guy where he's smacking the the dunk tank of water. He's like slapping it with his tape or something like that. Is that the same thing? I don't know. I can't. What are we talking remember. about? <laughs> I can only remember one piece of that commercial. It's a floating boat. What do you? <laughs> Well, speeds, uh, you know, metrics another again, impressive uh, approach to green, solid, steady. He goes to spyglass. Positive, spy glass. positive uh, off the tee. Off the, off the tee, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is he back? Is he all the way back? He's 65. He's T4, really comfortable, smooth round. He had one, like, kind of really, one tough hole. He holed out for eagle on 10, I believe it was, too. Mm-hmm. So a smooth 31 coming in. Not bad. Any reaction? I mean, this is the closest, the most sustained thing we've seen in, in essentially three years. I know, but I, I still stuck in my head is how bad he was driving it on Sunday in Phoenix, right? Hey, I mean, it's a road, man. He's, he, he, he's got to learn to trust it. Have you ever played Spyglass? Yeah. So will, will that be worse for him, better, same? Who knows? It's hard to tell. <sighs> it's It's definitely more... I'd say it's more demanding off the tee, but it's one of those weird things I think is if you if a place gives you places to bail, you're more yeah. likely to bail 
And sometimes if you're struggling with the driver, it's this, it, so much of golf is counterintuitive, right? And it's, we right. saw it with Tiger a few years ago. Like he was struggling with his driver and then everybody's like, oh, he's so, so screwed at, at the Honda and he drove it awesome. And, yeah, you saw, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And, and one of the things that can happen is a little bit more demanding. It makes you commit because you know, standing on the tee shot, you can't miss. Um, right. and it's one of these right. weird things in golf where you really, you know, you can't like, I used to say this to myself. I told Sally loved this actually from NLU. I told him this one time is like, it was, we were playing a course with a really, really rough tee shot. And I, and I used to say to myself when I knew how to swing a club still, I would just say to myself, <laughs> all right, just put a good fucking swing on it. Like, don't be like a little bitch here put a good swing on it and i would say it to myself like every time and i would usually hit a really good shot i gotta say i was expecting something more profound there but no. I, I i get that i've re- so you're locking in yeah he's like don't give yourself like if you know you can it, it's like the tiger book uh haney wrote i yeah. mean the big miss like the, yeah one of the things that he talked so much about in that book was like just how tiger knew where to miss right and if right. there's water left, he's missing a mile right, right? Yep. And yep. and that's the thing. It's like if, if you have a place to miss, you know where it is. And if you don't have a place to miss, sometimes you can swing, make your best swings. Okay. All right. So we'll watch him on Spyglass. It feels like things are starting to come together. We'll see. I mean, obviously, we just absolutely... You know, add rocket fuel to this season if we got a real competitive, competitive speed back. Let me ask you a question. Are you su- ex- uh, surprised that the pig man shot seven over today? I mean, no, no, I'm not. He's the PGA section pro. I mean, I, he's not Matt out there Gogol? regularly. Five Why over. is John Daly in the field? Why is John Daly in the field? I, look, whatever. It's a tired thing. I just can't believe he's playing a, a pretty primo PGA Tour event. Who it's not a primo him? event. As Will Bardwell I pointed know. out on Twitter, the Sanderson, the chicken, the peacock chicken well, championship. It's got a better strength field than this one. I don't think about better. Close. I don't no, think it was better. It was better. It was higher? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just, I don't know why daily, like what, uh, what, what was the need for that? Matt Gogol. Isn't he, doesn't he do broadcasting? I thought he does the, he does TV. Shackleford um, texted me today, uh, informed me that Gogol hasn't played there since 2007. What? And as he said, like, we need more playing opportunities. Yeah, but the pig man... You know, he he qualified fair and square as opposed to, you know, some of these guys just getting free handouts. But the pig man had a tough day. Any other reactions from Pebble? I thought it was interesting that seven, Bryson would have enjoyed seven today. Definitely wasn't getting, you know, you could get your mid iron to run out about two full, two whole feet. Left pin. Guys were just dropping it and it was seven not or running out. Six. Or I'm sorry, 17. 17. 17. 17. Okay. Sorry. 17. Sorry about that. 17. Left pin. You remember 
What was his complaint at the at the U.S. Open? He's like, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm hitting a, a I'm hitting a five iron and it's going seven feet, running out more than seven feet. Seven so, yards, I think it was. I saw. Yards. I can't remember who tweeted something that the pros were raving about the conditioning, how good it was. They've never seen it so good. And then it was like, you know, the greens are smooth, fast. Yeah. The I greens are soft-ish. <laughs> anyway, 17 is not a you know, left pin. You're not supposed to be just like stopping it on one yard. And uh, it was today. Six? Apparently, Will Knights was tweet, uh, texting us. There was talk of putting internal <laughs> OB on six. On PGA Tour Live. Because Spieth and I think Cantlay back-to-back. It was on featured groups. And anecdotally, I got to say, I, I feel like that cart path is always sees a lot of action. We, uh, there's got to be a better place. I, you probably need a path on that hole just because of the movement, well, they do the cart path undulation. Only out there. Okay. I mean, yeah, A lot of okay. times it's that cart path sense. only. That makes sense. I mean, you got to have a path there because of the movement. Because the cart path, path everywhere. <laughs> But I feel like balls are always flying into that cart pass. Well, I, that's apparently the play. today, I believe that's Spieth the play. and Cantlay were both going left to the bunkers and left up. And somebody on PGA Tour Live, I don't know who, was advocating for internal OB over there. Remember our fake OB putting internal? We said to put it in front of the green. So guys, it's kind of a a roulette. Kind of Throw, kind yes, <laughs> throwing your ball up the hill is a roulette game, but. What? What do you? So why is that the play going le- way why left? Why is it there? the play? Like there's water, right? I, I remember <laughs> I stood on the tee. A little bit of water. When I played it, I stood on the tee and I looked at it. And I'm like, why in any God's name would I hit it over here right when I could just blast it left and deal with the consequences? Like the worst you're gonna make if you hit it left is a five. five. Yeah. And I, yeah, it, you know these guys are so good. No fans over there. You just rip it over there. You're fine. Like you, you get a really weird lie. It sucks. It's not like ideal. If you, if yeah. you're like good and you hit it down the right and are confident, it's like one of those things. If, if you've got a giant spot to miss, you're gonna miss over there. To be clear, to be clear though, you wouldn't you wouldn't advocate for putting an internal OB somewhere in there between six and eight and wherever. I think Webb nine. would Webb would advocate for it. Why not? That's, they Why don't need not? to do anything to that. Why hole, not right? just spice it up? You know, if if you're gonna let them use tennis rackets for drivers, <laughs> fine. Here we go. Here we go. I mean, I think that's that's like the best hole out there. Par is irrelevant, right? I mean, who cares that the, everybody makes a four? Like, it's a good hole. It's a great hole. Four, but I wouldn't mess around four, with that. Four, six, seven, eight, yeah. nine, yeah. ten. All world yeah. stretch. Yeah. Five just, is an abomination. <laughs> The golden bear. <laughs> Maybe put a replica over in Saudi Arabia. Replica of five uh, in the desert. Anyways, they should um, put a golden bear statue on, on the tee there at five. Yeah, <laughs> like the Honda um, signature. The bear. <laughs> it's the bear trap in Carmel. Uh, <laughs> all right, so that's it. That does it for uh, Pebble. Good. Good. You know, it's as good a leaderboard as you're going to get from this field, right? The Batia storyline is pretty cool. Can't lay and speed in the mix. That's what you want going to the weekend. All right. Uh, let's do an ad read. Precision right. Pro. Flashback Precision Friday. Pro. Flashback Friday. They're here. They're sponsoring us uh, for, I think, most of the year pretty much on Flashback Friday. You've got to do your research. you got to dive in. I, you're, you're, 
you're hyping this one up. You're teasing me. You're telling me it's a good one. You did a lot of research on past Pebble, I believe. Um, so they've come in. They are official rangefinder now of the shotgun start. Big week for rangefinders. So Huge. You're week. advocating the Precision Pro Championship. You know these Title brands sponsor. are these PGAs trying to get activated, maybe or something like that. We had a lot of. Apparently, we talked about Eric, this uh, this customer service rep. You know, Some, we we introduced the shot, <laughs> we introduced the shotgun start audience to him last week in the ad read. Apparently, shotgunners called to double check to make sure Eric is real, and he was on top of it. He goes, "Yes, I'm here. I am real. I will help you with your customer service needs with Precision Pro. I wouldn't expect anything less from the the sickos, the shotgunners out there." Anyways, that's the kind of that's why we went for these guys. This is why we felt like there's a personal relationship. You could get to know them. You could call them. Uh, you know, let them get their work done. Maybe don't inundate them unless you want to buy a product or have an actual need. But uh, they'll take care of you. Lifetime battery replacement. You're signing hey, up for a lifetime. Let relationship. me tell you something. I've I've used what? mine. Okay. Got mine last week. Used it a couple times. Shot yep. some stuff around outside the house. You know, tested it out. Big revelation for me. It's in yards. Comes formatted for yards. You don't have to worry about getting stuck on meters. It starts on yards. You can flip it to meters. I was reading the manual. I, I, I spent some time with the manual, kind of flipping through it because I want to make sure I didn't get stuck on meters out there. But yeah, it, it, it is come customized on yards, so you're not. Comes on yards. The slope is, I've never had a rage fighter with the slope function. It's a game yeah. changer. Pretty cool. You know? huh? I'm in Florida. It's really flat. It's telling me everything's flat. But did you leave it? <laughs> did you leave it in your bag that you left at concession three and a half hours away? Or did I didn't have it, have it then. Okay, you didn't have it. All right, so you're using it this week. Good. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't leave it. In I your got bag. my clubs back. Oh, you did? Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah, it's very exciting. I drove across yeah. the state yesterday to get my golf clubs. <laughs> uh, all right. So it's the first. They've been around for seven years. They introduced the first sub two hundred dollars slope, uh, slope range finder, and they're still the only company that offers lifetime free battery replacement services. That's We're huge. pumped to get partnered up with these guys. You'll hear a lot more with them about them all all year. Um, I love that you guys are, are you know making sure Eric's real. We can confirm. They've now asked us for recommendations if they were to sponsor a tour pro. I don't think they know what kind of Pandora's box they were opening when they asked for our record. I was like, I don't know if you want to. I mean, I half-heartedly threw out Rory Sabatini before saying we'd think about it. The pig man. I don't know. I don't know. Like, All kinds of things. I, so know, I like just getting some obscure, different, uh, different guys. Like, you know, I think, I think the, yeah, the pig man would be great. I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's going to get the Anyways. exposure that they 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 want i don't think they're prepared for the lack of the lack of i mean the the unserious responses they're going to get for that serious question uh i think maybe in hitman heard they should go after some of the guys that have wide brands you know they could get some cross promotional benefits there a bottle of wine with the, each rangefinder purchase or something like <laughs> never that. know all right i should probably note that uh our promo code is shotgun 20 Use that. You get $20 off. An already ex a great value, like best combination of value and quality in this in the rangefinder market. And uh, you can get $20 off with using the promo code SHOTGUN20.
All right, what is Precision Pro Flashback Friday today? All right, the year was 1994. American golf was in a weird place, as we've documented in many spotlights. No stars. Phil Mickelson's just coming on the scene. Freddie Couples is not winning as much as people want. Davis Love is afraid of the moment. They were searching for their star. Drive-by. Drive-by of DL3. After decades of excellence from players such as Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Johnny Miller, and Tom Watson, there were none. There were nobody. Nobody was around. The two youngest of the aforementioned four, Watson and Miller, hadn't been much of a factor in golf, each notching their last win in 1987. But at the Pebble Beach Pro-Am, they had a late career resurgence. Watson was still a regular contender, but rarely a winner, as he had been for the prior two decades. Unlike Watson, Miller had completely left the game for the booth in 1989 because of his ongoing bout with the putting gifts, or what he called the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> that was a favorite term of his. I, you would hear him, he would sprinkle that in broadcast for sure. There was one event every year he played, however, the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It was the one place he felt he could rekindle the magic at. He remarked to SI's Rick Riley, I play young at Pebble Beach. Nobody in the field has played more rounds at Pebble Beach than I have. Nobody, not even Jack Nicklaus. Miller's history at Pebble Beach was unbelievable. He played for the first time as a 19-year-old amateur. Uh, He was invited by Bing Crosby himself. And his last win in 87 came when he shot a final round 66. And at that point, he was thinking about quitting the game. He was, he just was. 87? 87, yeah. And during that win, Miller was using a custom-made 44-inch putter that he anchored into his armpit. Uh Uh-huh. We came across this in the, the Marco Mira spotlight. That random, like, when O'Meara won in Pebble. That's when Johnny was talking about the Woo Week Club. I think it was, like, 85 at Pebble. They said it was 46-inch. Because the Woo Week works only one week. Anchoring like a like a madman out of Pebble. Between the yips and life as an announcer, Miller was on nobody's radar in 94. His announcing career had ostracized him from his former colleagues due to his calls. Call it like uh, he saw it, mentality. Peter Jacobson initially took issue to Johnny's first reference to choking, which was in his first telecast. (laughs) Later, Jacobson apologized and realized that, you know, Johnny was giving him an out because he said, this is a shot. This is a shot that's easy to choke on because it was a downhill eye, you know. Uh, A friend, maybe former friend, Paul Azinger, called Johnny the biggest moron in the booth <laughs> following the 1991 Ryder Cup. And I think Johnny said back something like, well, it's not a very big booth, so it's easy to be the biggest moron. <laughs> <laughs> Always, that's such, pretty good. Such that's quick a good quip. Yeah. yeah. That's, a good, that's uh, the irony of Azinger then following up right behind oh. Johnny oh. and <laughs> lobbing many of his own sort of. You know, I, I, I mean... That's the thing. That's the ironic thing is looking at that Azinger quote and then thinking about how the the difference between Miller and Azinger, how one guy brought substance and 
Still young in Azinger's career, but (laughs) Miller was criticized often for not spending enough time on the range after he gave up playing. And there, I found this article in SI, it was an SI article and shortly after this win where they talked about him in the booth and how much time he spent, uh, studying the course and how he just became infatuated with putts, like, you know, different putts that, and he was always so good. I think, you know, reading that article, it made me remember how good Miller was at breaking down putts. He always knew what everything was doing on a green. Um, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. And they, this article talked about how he, he'd go out there and he's like, I wish I spent as much time studying the greens now as I did that is Interesting. I, it, when I was a player, like he wished so, he studied that much. So the players were dogging him for not being on the range oh. while popping him from the booth and not actually talking to him. But in fact, he was like out on the course most of the time, like, you know, researching. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. There's a mix there that you probably need to do a little bit of both, but whatever. So later, so after that, he started to spend more time on the range. Like it became one of his goals. But real quick though, that could be corrosive too. Oh yeah. Like you don't want to become buddies with all these, like your job. Like there's a real hard, you want to keep people at arm's length. That's the the whole thing. It's you can't be buddies. Like I'm buddies with like one pro. It's Zach. And if Zach does, I can't drive by shoot Zach. You know, like it's it's detrimental to what you could do. Um, yeah. So, anyways, aside um, on the playing side, heading into the '94 Pebble Pro Am, Miller had played five events in the entire 1990s. Oh my God! To everyone's surprise, including Miller, he found himself in the hunt at Pebble after a Saturday 67. Uh, put a one shot off the lead. He said, I don't know. I can barely picture myself winning. I came here to have fun, not win. That's crazy. 94? Yeah. I've completely, uh, this is not in my brain anywhere. Memory or, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. A rainy, windy, and cold Sunday made it a test of survival. The leaderboard tossed and turned and suddenly it was a duel down the stretch between 44-year-old Tom Watson and 46-year-old Whoa. Johnny Miller. Watson led by a shot through 15 before back-to-back three putts on 16 and 17 from 15 feet. The one on 17, Miller watched from the tee, and at that point he knew he had the lead. Uh, when okay. Tom, So this is Miller. Um, when Tom misses, I've got a one-shot lead, and I'm standing there watching the white surf beat up on the rocks. I've got a tough pin, the wrong club, and I'm thinking, how can I overcome this? So Miller carried a seven wood and three wedges, which made a huge gap because he didn't have a three iron. And it was, (laughs) it was a 209 yard shot and, and he, he didn't have the three iron, which he needed. So he turned down a four iron and hit a low draw to 40 feet. Um, and he two putted. So then he goes to 18. A little creativity. Was it, the ball well, wasn't running making. out two feet, two yards like today. That was another thing today I loved hearing from Spieth, by the way. He goes, I, when I'm not comfortable, I have a reliable shot right now. I go to this like low punch draw, and it's like, you know, get myself to get home in two for birdie chances. He's hitting something like four iron punch draw a lot. I don't know. Interesting. I thought that just jogged my memory listening to that shot from Johnny at 17. Okay, goes to 18. Goes to 18. Watson has a chance to track down Miller. He's got an eight-footer for birdie on 18. Leaves it a revolution short. Ooh. 
So Miller wow. needs a par. <laughs> Lays up, hits his wedge up there to 20 feet, and a par, he wins the Crosby for in a third decade. So he won his first one in 74, he won 87, and then he would win in 94. So three decades of wins at, at the Crosby. Um, his third left a 20-footer, which he said, to, said, I thought to myself, don't hit it fat. That's what he's thinking. Obviously, what? he's got the yips. Fat? Don't hit it oh fat. Oh, my God. <laughs> 20-footer. So he hit it to Taffin range, finished it off. One of the most remarkable wins in PGA yeah. Tour history. Holy crap. So here's... I... Just some anecdotes, some quotes. There are three places I pulled from here were Rick Riley's SI article, which is good read. Larry Dorman's New York Times article was incredible. And um, and then uh, there was like a San Francisco Chronicle uh, okay. article. So here's, here's a Miller quote from the Chronicle. Uh, Coming down the stretch, I was thinking, oh, geez, Tom Watson... He always beats me down the stretch. He's usually so tough with the putter, but today he putted like a guy, well, our age. <laughs> it's probably gentle, Johnny. That's gentle for him. Okay. Here's Roger Maltby after. Who would have ever thought that Johnny would output Tom Watson? <laughs> I never did. This is not happening. This is a time warp. Uh, and this is Johnny. I never did. This is not happening. This is a time warp. I do not play more than 25 rounds of golf a year. I do not practice. I'm Joe announcer. I guess it shows you if you're in the right place at the right time, magic can happen. That is magic. Wow. Um, and then he said, I feel bad for Tom. He should have won. There aren't, many, there aren't too many times you go down the stretch with a guy who's retired in 46. I should have had to make birdie to win on at 18. I'm trying to think if there's like a, a present day sort of analog to this that would make it feel like magic. I mean, we're, we're talking, he was 46, but I mean, he hadn't won in seven years and wasn't a player anymore. He, I, I don't he know played that five now. tournaments yeah. in the 90s. Right. Crazy. So here's from that SI article that I talked about that was the, uh, the one about him announcing. Yeah. This is so good. So after Miller shocked the sports world by stepping out of the tower to win the 94 AT&T National Pro-Am at Pebble Beach, Greg Norman slammed his announcing, saying Miller had been away from the game too long and was out of touch with the tour. So Miller... Miller responds oh, with, and we each won one tournament that year. I th I like Greg. I think he's the greatest player in the world. But I've never been one to uh, to kowtow to Greg and drool all over him. He's never played up to his ability in the U.S. Wow. Came at him. We both won that year. That's good. <laughs> both won one time that year. The drool all over so the I I think the I think it was a Riley article. I, it might not have been, and I'm, I apologize if it was somebody else. But the line, the author's line, right after that, that's Miller. Not necessarily deep, but always quick. <laughs> One other anecdote good. with Miller on his long putt Sunday, he was using a claw grip with his index finger, uh, it, it with his index and middle fingers and the left hand curled on the grip. 
On shorter putts, he extended his index finger down the grip. <laughs> and it, 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 it like the the Dorman article was like it it, it was so good. It, it was like it was a miracle. Johnny Miller didn't three putt once on on Sunday, and that should tell wow. you all about like you know how miraculous of a round it was. Yep. Um, yep. One other thing from the. Uh, the uh, Riley article, which is just comical because we're still here. <laughs> uh, anybody who came to Pebble to have fun seemed doomed. Take comedian Bill Murray. The best oh, thing God. to happen to this tournament since oh, Jack God. Lemon discovered the shank. In his three years at the AT&T, Murray has made the serious mistake of trying to make the game fun. Last week, he po- pounded on the Santalette and yelled, hurry up, we're on the tee. I feel like he's still doing that same shtick. Play, yeah, that, played I mean, golf, 1994 it works, but I don't know about it anymore. Played yeah. golf in a sport coat from the house of a dumpster and sculled a chip shot and ran after it yelling, wait up. <laughs> Obviously, this is not the kind of stuff you want fans to say, enjoy. PGA Tour Commissioner Dean Beeman Labeled Murray's behavior inappropriate, detrimental, oh, come on. and will not be tolerated in the future. Oh, come on. Murray, head down, finally responded, I'm asking for the resignation of Dean Beaman. Kind of similar to one I Mac like O'Grady. Yeah, Mac. Who would have thought? Mac, Mac and, uh, and Bill, Murray. Bill Murray had some strange bedfellows. Actually, that kind of makes sense. Two sort of eccentrics out there. But literally the same shtick we get in 2021 is what we get in 1994. Did you watch any of that Wednesday charity match thing that he was in and others? I did not. I saw Macklemore was on like a scooter thing, golf scooter riding around like an idiot. But yeah, I I did not watch it. Um, I did get a text from a, a listener, regular listener. Who made yeah. me chuckle? Because you know, just this is actually just a meatball right down the down the middle for us. Yeah. <laughs> he mentioned. He goes. Has anyone commented on how last night's charity event was called "quote unquote every shot counts" challenge? And then they played a scramble. Are you serious? <laughs> that that is what it was called. What? And that was the format. Who did, did they not think about that? What? Who? Who's running things over there? Why did they consider that? Jeez, oh man! Every shot counts, except it's a scramble. Oh, uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good. Phil had to have won this event in three decades, like Johnny, right? He's won it five times. Maybe. Yes. Yeah, he won ninety-eight. In the 90s. 05 and then recently he definitely won it 12 he's won yeah. i'll tell you what this is not the year he's gonna get to four decades oh he's like dfl near dfl since down closer to my Daylight one one and done league has this stupid rule every year they he make the commissioner makes us pick one guy and it's phil and i picked him this week i picked me i picked him in mind too i've got i've got him too he, I'm, the I'm only difference was you're you're not forced to pick him yeah. 
That's true. That's true. Uh, all right, that's it. I was going to read an excerpt about Nicholas Design Services while we were on it subject, but I'll, I'll leave it for another time. Um, that's it. All right. Everyone enjoy your Fridays. Enjoy your weekends. we got hey. a good event, a good leaderboard. Uh, Precision Pro, the code is Shotgun20. Thanks to them for sponsoring that. That, that was, yeah. glorious Johnny flashback. The Isn't Asian that incredible? Pretty good. Yeah. Yep. Pretty good stuff. I don't know if All I'll right. ever get... That'd be like Matt Gogol one this week. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like... Or like Kevin Stadler. I don't Stadler. think they're really... Well, somebody's just, just not Kevin Stadler. It'd be like a guy being on a, a seven-year major medical and winning his first start back or something. It's... Yeah. It's like a... Right. Right. It's a more extreme version than Speed. Because Speed, you know, Johnny was actually done. So... All right, everyone enjoy your weekends. We'll be back with you on Monday. Thank you all for your continued support, and uh, I'll talk to you then.